This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, uh, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergeff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again uh, today. Normally on these Thursdays, we talk with Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers. But uh, he's on vacation since the Gophers have a bye week. Uh, this week. So, Greg Snow joins us, uh, Mike Side. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. You want to talk about Kelly McManus? Uh, no, we, okay, don't, we, don't, we don't need to talk we about the Gophers. We can skip the Gophers, good, because I'm not as well-versed as Mike Grimm on it. No, but I am, I am prettier. I'm uh, pretty sure. I don't know. That would be, I think we'd have to have a vote on that. I'm going to ask Grimm <laughs> next time I hear <laughs> see what he says. He's pretty humble. He would say, yeah, you probably are. He so. is. He is yeah, pretty so humble. I and I need I would... to keep you in line once in a while, well, so you're right, not going to get right. me to say well, I would hope not. who the more handsome man is between the two of you. I would hope you would not have an opinion. I will not. Uh, yeah. I, like, when I, like when you said I'm prettier and I said I'm not so sure, it's only because I don't want right. to state my opinion on, on such a thing. Not that I'm not comfortable no, with I'm myself. I'm saying it. Yes. I'm saying I'm pretty I realize. You better not agree. I, I'm just saying Todd, I, de- I don't know. How depressed are you about the twins? Are you not depressed? Are you semi-depressed? No, are you totally I'm not. Depressed? I'm fine with it. Uh, I didn't expect them to beat Houston, so I didn't have expectations of them advancing beyond this. I would have been wildly uh, enthusiastic about it had they, had won. they won. Uh, I, I I did not expect them to beat Houston. They're, this is the seventh year in a row they've made the championship series in the American League. If they go to the World Series, it would be the fourth time they've won the American League in the last seven years. So you're going up against a giant uh, team yeah. in, in baseball right now. A giant. It's like It's very similar to going up against the New England Patriots for several years. You're not sure they got there legally because they do plenty of cheating. <laughs> right. They're convicted cheaters, right? They're convicted, tried and convicted (laughs) cheaters. So you're not sure that that's how they're beating you? You're just pretty sure they're going to beat you some way or another. That is awesome. So can, can we go back there? Are you cheering against the Braves from what you told us last week about how they got there? No, because my sister's from there. And Interesting. I'm not, and I'm not sure they got there quite as by hook and by crook as, as Houston did. As illegally? Yeah. Is that a thing? As cheating. It's not really, it's not a legality so much as it is. Uh, they bent you know, a technicality, right? Yeah, they did. But but the Houston Astros were flat out cheaters, which of course we yes, had two of them play for us. Yeah. That Gonzalez guy, remember him? Yes. And, and he had the best season ever of his career with us. While he was no, while he was cheating oh, with Houston. But then the next year he was pretty good with us, wasn't he? Was he was okay, but he wasn't the same. Gee, I wonder why he doesn't know what's coming. I know you uh, I know And then you, Carlos Correa too. I know you want to hear this, so I'll give it to you. All right. Your prediction about Correa is right. Yeah. So no. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, with with Correa. Here's the, here's the thing with Correa. If he delivers a World Series championship, and we talked about this, I'll be fine with him. Then you can load me up on a plate how of crow. Many, how many Until years? then, he's got six years. I said he'd play short for four, so he's got five left. Yeah, so it's a long time. He yet. signed that long of a deal with us? Six for 200. Okay, so yeah. he's got four years at short, then what, two yeah. years of DH? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd probably Is that third how base. That goes? Third base, okay. I, th- I think he should move to third. Before that, I'd play Royce Lewis because Lewis is the guy you drafted number one and yep. brought up. Uh, Sue Ann contends that he's, that he's not the defensive player, that they need it short. 
I would counter with that and say, well, they've gone with offensive shortstops before. It never bothered them when Roy Smalley was the shortstop. It didn't bother them when various other guys were offensive shortstop right. and lack of defense. I think Lewis should be there because he's a leader. He's a magnetic personality. And Correa would be fine leading from third base. Uh, so, so, I think I've asked you this before, but remind me, where do you have Brooks Lee then? I have Brooks up? Lee at second base okay. when he comes up. Polanco's he not probably be is a better shortstop than either of them. That's what I thought. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. So probably at second base. I don't want to send. Look what happened when you put Royce Lewis in the outfield. I know. You know, and Brooks Lee is not free of his own injury history. He himself has, it's either a Tommy John or an ACL in his minor league past. Uh, So it's not, well, not in his minor league past, in his collegiate past. He has one of those injuries. I can't remember which one. Um, and, And, but he should come up. With many other teams, he would have been up in September as a September call-up, but uh, the Twins didn't have a spot for him because not only are they loaded in the minor leagues at the corner, at the middle infield positions, they go out and spend a huge sum of money on Carlos Correa. All right, let's nitpick a little bit. All right. Uh, Were you happy or unhappy with the Buxton pitch-hitting performance? Maybe not the performance, but how about the decision? That was fine. I thought that was a a small thing in the grand scheme. Again, we're nitpicking here. Yeah, yeah. I was fine with that um, if it made him happy to get an at-bat in the playoffs. Because from what I understand, he was pushing to be on this roster, on the Division Series roster, and they did not keep him on the roster because all he was going to be able to do was DH, and they weren't sure that Royce Lewis was going to be able to come back and play in the field. And clearly, he is the better choice at this time. If you're just saying you get one of their bats, you would obviously take Royce Lewis. They didn't know Lewis was going to continued to rehab and be ready to play in the field in time for these last two games. So you weren't you weren't scrutinizing that as a panic move? <laughs> well, there is that. Uh, certainly a possibility. I can't say that that wasn't. No, a, you. Because um, I, didn't, I didn't see that angle until somebody brought it up. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe that was a little bit of a panic move now that I think about it. But like, if indeed Kirilov was injured, who else would you bring no, up? No, I'm saying that him pinch hitting. I agree with the fact that you should have. Yeah. Again, his greatest asterisk is probably his legs. Yeah. His legs are the things that he can't use. I know. So again, now you're going to go to his bat, which we've seen flashes of, Yeah. but we haven't seen consistency of. So you throw him in there, and somebody brought up the point. Did of, it seem as though it was a panic move? <laughs> Uh, I originally thought, no, I was like, good move. Let's get a guy in there who maybe has some energy. Kirilov wasn't hitting. No, well, he to bring him up, Kirilov was injured, right? Yeah. They had to take him off the roster. They didn't what have did they- to. Oh, that was a fake injury? No, no, no. He was injured because Major League Baseball has to approve it. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is they didn't have to. They could have just rode it out with Kirilov and sure. not have him available. Well, why would you do that? So they had, I guess they had to replace him if indeed he really was injured and baseball had to approve it. So I assume he was. Yeah. Uh, then who else would you have brought up? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Fi- I'm fine with the bring up. Um, I would have liked to have seen him just start as DH since you're going to have Lewis in the field. But who was DH last night for us? Julian. So you're not going to have him ahead of Julian? No, Julian delivered. Yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. He now let you say it. I, there, the only I'll way was as a there. pinch hitter. The only thing was as a pinch hitter. So then hitter. you might as well use him. In, yeah. in, that's, because in, in this capacity, he was used. I didn't. Michael Taylor was worthless all week. He was. He wasn't the only one. No, I'm not blaming. You know, any Jeffers person. didn't yeah. hit. Uh, uh, the big man in Kepler. the outfield. Kepler didn't hit. The the other big man in the outfield. Waller, didn't hit. they had to bench. Walner so didn't. Bring, Walner, thank you. Walner didn't play um, well. Who'd they play out there? A lot instead? of guys didn't hit. Willie. 
A lot of guys didn't hit. Did Willie play out there last night anyways? Yeah, he didn't hit, though, either. You know? No, and Solano, nothing. Yeah. Um, our backup catcher never saw the field. Solano had hits in their win, in their one win in the yes, series. Yes, that's true. Solano contributed there. It felt so. like we were going to overcome and get that victory. Seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, you could just, the emotion in the building, it felt like, and you could see it on TV, and I had to listen to the last two innings on radio, but it felt like we're going to get this run. I don't know why. I just kept thinking, I'm, I'm good. I'm, and then all of a sudden, strike three. And so I asked my wife, I go, how was that pitch? And my wife goes, it, hittable. It, it was hittable, but it could have been called a ball. It was what right on the corner. It could have been. But instead of <laughs> sitting there waiting for umpires to make calls, swing the bat. I would have loved to have seen Correa be our last at bat. Yeah. Just to see how you, you know, again, <laughs> that would have given you more fuel or the other way. Yeah. You know, if he had delivered something, that was what I was hoping for. He had his chance. It wasn't, he didn't have the last at bat, but he batted in the ninth inning. What did he do? No, Correa yeah. was going to be up next after the strike. Oh, that's right. Okay, so we had yeah, him at back in was, the seventh inning. He was on deck. That he did nothing. I know. He had him in, in the nothing. fifth inning, in the fourth inning. Nobody did anything. They did nothing. Uh, they did nothing, including Correa, including Lewis. Uh, so, although Lewis hit a home run, so I can't really say it. Julian and Lewis hit solo shots. That was it. So nobody else did anything, including Correa. So if you look over the whole series, you'll see Correa's numbers, and they'll actually be pretty good. Yeah. But again, you take the last two games, and they weren't any good. No, that's right. So you, so you put them in these little pods or these little pockets, sure. and you can rip it apart of, dude, you I, know you're pick great, spots. I know you're a great over here, but we need you the whole time. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's the argument you've always made about yeah. the dollar amount. When you pay somebody that way, who's that? Who's the left-handed hitter, the, the stud for the Houston? Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez. We have nobody like him. Did he have any like drop-off? We have nobody like him. And then Abreu comes up and he becomes Chicago White Sox Abreu. Jose Altuve. Yeah, Altuve. Well, came you, through. Boy, the Twins fans hate him. I, I don't like him. <laughs> I and well, I, he's and part of the cheaters, right? I, yeah, he is. And I, I've had him on my team many times, but I, I can't stand the little runt. He just, he, he he's annoying is what he is. All right, I got one more baseball question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Good or bad for baseball if the Braves and Dodgers, who are already eliminated, are eliminated? Bad. Bad for baseball. I think so. They're, you need the bigger markets. You need the high-profile teams. you need the team with all the stars. Yeah. You don't want to see... Uh, Arizona has uh, none, do they? Uh, no. Nobody knows what Arizona has. Yeah. If Atlanta... Now, Philadelphia, if they get knocked out too, you're losing Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper. and some other big names uh, for them. But for Atlanta, Ronald Acuna Jr. is likely the MVP in the National League, and he's not going to advance out of one series. This is a problem for baseball. Everybody likes to see a Cinderella. They just don't want a ball filled with Cinderellas. Right. If you don't have the evil stepsisters, there is no Cinderella. It's funny how I always cheer against the Yankees, but you can't cheer against them if they're never there. That's right. So you kind of... They haven't made the World Series in a number of years now. Right. They've been kind of off the radar. So yeah. now the Astros have to become that for us. Yeah. But I don't see them in the same light, you know, of, of I like don't just either. staying in cheaters. And then the Dodgers, I don't see enough of. I don't follow the National League. So that's why I asked you, 100-win teams, yeah. right? Yeah. These are big, you know... They win two major markets. They win. They win a lot of games. Yeah. They need to be. They need to be there. One Cinderella, just one is fine. But a whole league, a whole ALCS yeah. filled with them is not good. So the Texas versus uh, Orioles, that didn't really matter. I think they're pretty similar markets, correct? Yeah, yeah. And and the Orioles kind of, even though they won a hundred games, yeah. kind of a Cinderella anyway. But Texas versus Texas now for the American League final. Hey, yeah, you know the, the Rangers. Travel. The Rangers are the are the. Underdogs, they would seem to be, but that's the fifth largest market Man. in America, Dallas, Fort Worth, and they spent huge money on free agents 
bringing in Scherzer at the trade deadline. There's no, there's no small market Cinderella in the American League Championship Series. I, I agree with that. So that that should work out well for the markets. Yeah. So the way Texas is playing, it sounds like they might even be some sneaky little, maybe not the favorite, but a sneaky yeah. little pick there. They're, that's right. It's up. That's right. And their their pitching isn't as good as Houston's, uh, but their lineup is awful good. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of sluggers there, so. Uh, I'm well, not sure can, who I would take. Probably we can, Houston. We can put the Twins to bed, Todd, for another year. When does it start again? Winter pitchers and catchers? Yeah, not till February. February 15th. But I, I love the hot stove league, though. You I do. love you the off season for baseball. I follow it uh, religiously. And you'll fall right to the end of the World Series. Too, yeah, right? you bet. You're a big I'll baseball. Watch, yeah. I'll watch almost every. I will watch every game of the World Series unless I'm working. Will you watch a World Series game over a Timberwolves game? Yes, early season. Interesting. Yeah, yep. Huh. I've, I've got eighty some games to follow the Timberwolves. That's a good point. And I'm a huge Timberwolves fan. You know that. That's why I asked that. But but because I will if but I will watch the World Series ahead of the Interesting. Wolves game. Yeah. Because I don't think I will. I'm a massive baseball guy. Yeah, I know you are. That That's, that makes sense though. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I can see that because yeah. you're right. There's a lot of games left, and again, yep. you can go 0 and five to start the year, and it doesn't matter in the NBA. That's right. You'll come back. That's so, right. Anyways, are you excited? What are you excited about with these T Wolves, Todd? Can I go to that subject or no? Sure. That's fine. What uh, are you excited about? Anything? I, I'm excited about seeing the the uh, the petri dish experiment that they entered into with with Rudy Gobert actually play and see a season with those guys. We didn't really get that last year. Towns missed 50 games. He was sick in the off season. He showed up unhealthy and then he was injured. Uh, and and another year with Anthony Edwards. I honestly think the Timberwolves can be a top four Western Conference seed. I really do. And and I I, I know Get that me pumped, baby. Come on. There is a guy on this podcast, uh, and I can name him Sean Bolson. He's not a he's not a Towns fan. He would just as soon move on from Towns. Uh, he, he was advocating a trade of Towns last year, as were you. Um, I wasn't because who are you going to get? It's easy to say get rid of our guy. But but who are you going to get yeah. for him? I mean, Towns is a special offensive player for a seven footer. Very few can shoot the three like he can. The problem is he doesn't want to sit down in the corner while Gobert clogs up the middle and Edwards handles the ball at the top of the doesn't floor. Want to do that. He doesn't want to catch and shoot from the corner. He wants to continue to play his game the way he has. Yeah. The problem is a lot of his game starts in the post, which is where Gobert is now. Yeah. And nobody in the NBA runs too low posts. He can't get in the lane with anybody. So Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale, that's over. Yeah. Hakeem Elijah Ralph Sanson, that's that over. Doesn't happen so anymore. So you need one of your big guys to be a spacer. And Anthony, yeah. you've said it many times, Todd. Um, Towns wants to be a spacer from the middle. Yes. Well, that leaves no room for Anthony From the Edwards. top of the floor. And if you he, have Anthony Edwards standing in a corner waiting yeah. for those, you have misused his talent. Can, and, and can you make Towns a wing? You know, you've got you've got the point. You've got two wings, a four and a five. He doesn't want to play the four because that starts in the corner. So I don't think that uh, who's the tall angular. I don't think he has any problem playing that. No. I think he wants to play that. I think he got moved to a wing. Can't you play Towns on the wing and play McDaniels Absolutely. As the four? you got to convince him. Is no. that what they're going to do? This, no, this is why I have advocated to remove Carl is because I don't think Carl will buy into what's best for the team. I know. Carl will buy into what's best for Carl yeah. without – because he's a ter- you can hear it in his interviews. He can try to say the right thing, and it still doesn't come out as the right thing. No, it still comes out as, "Hey, this is about Carl." Yeah. And again, I, I just have a problem with the fact that 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 could lead to Finch saying, "Ant, take us where we gotta go." And Carl goes, "Hey, dude, I'm what over. about me? I'm right here." 
Yeah. You know, and Gobert, he doesn't care. McDaniels, he's so unassuming and quiet. Yeah. He just wants to shut down defense. The yeah. team is built, Todd. Can Mike Conley get Towns to agree to that? That's the key. Yeah. Because I think, I think Mike Conley's a big key to could this. be the veteran presence that yeah. would say, Carl, do you want to win or do you, yeah. do you want to be it about you? We we heard about the Correa conversation with the Buxton to convince him to be a DH. Can we have a Mike Conley taking Correa's spot, going to Towns and convincing him to play on the wing? That's a really good point because Anthony Edwards can't have that conversation with Carl. It has to be a third person. Probably maybe couldn't even be Finch. So Conley is probably... It should be Finch, but I'm not sure Towns will go along with it. But player-driven conversations like that hold so much more weight. And Conley can say, dude, we... We're a feared team. Yeah. Here's where we need you to be awesome. Can you be awesome there? Yeah. And then when Gobert's out, we need you to be that guy. Because as we know, in the fourth quarter late, Gobert might not even be on the floor. Carl's going to have to be the guy. Not a good enough free throw shooter. No, and, yeah. and again, he's... And then Towns can flow right back into yes. that five where he's been. Where he kind of doesn't mind being. I know. And there might be some opportunities for him to run some space. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. what I'm excited about, Todd, of all this is... I'm excited to see the development of Ant and Jaden. Yes. If they take another step up, yep. heads up. Yeah. I don't even care about Gobert. I don't care about Carl. Conley can just do what he does and yep. just don't over-dribble the ball, which I don't think he does. Yeah. I, I am just going to be ecstatic to watch if those guys both go right to here. Yeah. And for for um, Ant, it's more consistent with his mid-range yep. and more consistent at the rim. Yeah. And for Jaden, More consistent at the rim, really. For Ant, right? Yeah, He's yeah. got to be more consistent. Yeah. I, I, again, he got fell too in love with his left hand. Yep. There's times where he needs to mix it up one way Kinda or the other. It's strange how that went. It, it just, and then he wouldn't dunk the ball. He wouldn't for dunk a while. the ball because he fell in love with his left hand. Yeah, I, think, I think he wanted to prove to everybody look at how good I am with all these things around the rim. Well, I, we don't care. Just score it. Do you think Ant's in his own head a little too much sometimes? For sure. And yeah. that, there's just games where the, it just doesn't go in at the rim. Yeah. And then Jaden, I think he's got to get a better whistle, which is kind of a. I'm hoping he starts getting the respect that he deserves. Okay. He gets the toughest whistle in the NBA, right. and it takes him out of ball games. So, therefore, now you're playing with you got to bring in Anderson, yeah. you got to bring in yeah. Torian Prince, which I don't know who's going to fill that role. I yeah. can talk forever. Yeah. yeah. I know you're a big Timberwolves guy. I am too. I know you are, and that's why I asked you about the baseball I'm, I'm thing. A, so it's- I'm excited about the Wolves, just not till after the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, That's thanks so much. <laughs> Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.